Should I try and click us in? I feel like I, I was quite bad at clicking in. You've taken over clicking duties, which is great, but I feel like I need to give it another go. Give it a go. Too slow. <laughs> Too slow. <laughs> OK, I'll do it faster. Any other business, business, business. Any other business, it's on. Friday time. Any other business, business, business. Any other business. Oh, it bit me tongue at the end of that. <laughs> Isn't that the worst thing in the world, biting your tongue? I would say yes, but I would say oh. equal with it is also biting the inside of your mouth. That is really bad as well. And generally, I find that if you've bite, uh, bitten your inside of your mouth, you will then bite the same part Ooh. within six hours. And you get ulcers and all yeah. this kind of stuff. We don't want to start off with uh, any <laughs> medical problems. Can I just say I'm a little bit... Um, uh, I feel a bit spaced out. I've just done two things really close together just before the recording of this podcast. I've had a shower, mm-hmm. a hot shower, and then... I've eaten a curry. So I feel like I'm out and having slightly out-of-body experience. What's going on? Are you okay? Yeah, I just I feel a bit rushed today. For the first time in my entire life, I overslept. My uh, partner, we're, we're, child... But we're on air at four. I know. How do you oversleep? It's just been a knock-on thing. My my uh, other half, Kate, you know, little girl, Thea, have, have got, uh, have been, are in town with um, Katie's parents. They're right. going for a meal. So I got up early with Thea, doing the early shift, and I handed her back over to Katie and thought, I'll have a bit more time in bed. And then, like a student, I woke up, like, quarter to 12. That's amazing. From eight till quarter to 12. What's wow. all that about? Wow. And I literally don't know whether I'm coming or going. So when you arrived, you, you, you blustered in and said... Hey, I, I need a shower. I'm thinking, what? Well, <laughs> he just robbed a bank. What's going on? Well, this is the ultimate middle class problem here. Uh, our cleaner, our cleaner <laughs> arrives at midday. So I thought, I can't be doing showers and stuff when the cleaner's there. So I just grabbed my clothes, which yeah. were the same clothes I was wearing in the pub last night, and then got the hell out of the house. So I've then had to have a shower and eat when I'm in here rather than do that whilst the cleaner's there. And, you know, obviously she's a lovely lady, but I feel like it's the back to the times of the Raj if you've got someone cleaning around you. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I so, mean, I've ne- <laughs> I, I say yes, I know what you mean. I don't have a... Cl- Lots of people have cleaners now. <laughs> do they? Yeah, the amount of muck that our daughter makes up, you know, in terms of chucking stuff on the floor and everything, I think it's more prevalent than ever. I'd love to have a cleaner. It's really good. I, I, I feel ashamed saying it, but it's really good. We had a cleaner when I was a kid. Yeah. Lady that came round. She, she then graduated from being cleaner to uh, also then being a uh, babysitter. Ah, oh, see, that's nice. Yeah, although she hated football. What do you mean? How did you know that? Because if she babysat and there was football on, we weren't allowed it on. That's what a horrible oh, thing I to know, do. I know, And she's babysitting us. I thought the whole point of, if you're the babysitter, is you, you let the kids watch what they want for a bit and then they go to bed. Exactly, yeah. Yeah, that's, that's how, how it, it's the trade-off. Well, I'll, I'll see if our cleaner's into football and maybe she can upgrade into babysitting. <laughs> Probably just me, because I can't organise my own life. But anyway, I apologise. <laughs> Any other business? FA Cup this weekend. Final. Oh, yeah. Uh, do you remember how different that was for us as kids of the 80s? 100%. 100%. Um, in my opinion, this is what was different about it. There was only one televised football match a year, and it was the FA Cup final. Yeah. So if you were a kid that liked football, this was an incredible weekend. You would ditch meeting your mates outside McDonald's at midday on a Saturday yep. without mobile phones because the FA Cup final was on. You'd have to phone ahead on the landline and maybe speak to their parents for a bit awkwardly. But or, you get there in Or the set it up in the playground on the Friday before you left home. And then stick to your plans. But that's, that's another <laughs> yeah. conversation. By the by. Um, but then, because it was also a three o'clock kickoff, not some 5.15 thing or whatever... 
um, grandstand was an FA Cup final grandstand. Yes. And it started at like 11 o'clock and they would have the likes of Tony Gubber and other veteran TV presenters yeah. stood outside hotels. Helicopters would follow the coaches. I remember Jimmy Hill always wearing a little button or, or like the floral rosette. thing. Yeah, rosette. Yeah, yeah. Yes. But they would follow the uh, the teams from, like you say, the hotel onto the bus, the trip to, the, to Wembley. <laughs> yeah. And it was a whole day. I mean, you know, luckily as an Everton fan, we got into a couple of finals and that in the 80s we did all right. Uh, lost quite a few of them as well. But it, being part of it and, and doing the bit where the captain would introduce you to each of the players. Yes, I remember that as well. You know, that was great. Now, like you say, five, there's something wrong with five o'clock. I know. Isn't there? And also, you wouldn't have the whole thing of the captain introducing the players because... Oh, God, I sound like such an old boy here. Go on, go we, on. We kind of know them already. They're all celebrities. They're everywhere. You can't move for them these days, <laughs> whether they're social media accounts and your whatnots, your Twitters, your Instagrams, your Facebooks. So, yeah, give me the chance to rewind to the 80s for an FA Cup final. Elton John, Watford chairman, back in the day, he'd be there. He would, wouldn't he? Crying his eyes out, losing to Everton, as it was. Yes, one of the rare ones. I think Andy Gray goal and all that kind of stuff. But, no, I, I know exactly what you mean. It used to be a massive all-day showpiece thing. I I remember it being baking hot. You used to get loads of people come over. Yeah. We used to have loads of family friends. Yeah. We had a, my dad's friend was a priest, came over, didn't stop flipping talking during the game. Only time I've wanted to wring the neck of a clergyman. He could have done something a bit more than talking, what with all the cup finals he lost. I know. I felt like he should have put in a good word for us. <laughs> get on the rosary beads, Father Pat. What style do you want this incidental for any other business to be in? Do you know what? I want it to be... Think Friends, and they've just transitioned from inside Monica's flat to the coffee shop, Central Perk. <laughs> Any other business? That's good, and then it cuts to Chandler and that, and they're chatting away. Yeah. Really good. I like that. I like cool. that a lot. Thank you. Uh, one other thing that's come in. I feel like we need to deal with this now. Uh, we've had a tweet into the show. As you know, Richie and I are the founders of the British Transport Social Police, uh, and we deal with transport-related annoyance issues, that kind of stuff. Uh, we've got a uniform task force, uh, but we've had a uh, little query into the show from a listener, uh, John. And this is just a bit earlier on. Bloke on the 4.53am train eating a, cho- eating a tube of Pringles. Any views when this is acceptable? Now, I replied to him on Twitter and said, this is clearly in flagrant violation of our no crisps before 11am mm-hmm. rule. I've had a lot of stick back from people saying Pringles aren't crisps. Someone's even texted me to say they're more akin to biscuits, if anything. Come on now. I mean, come on. Pringles would think of themselves as crisps. Absolutely. I can understand why people are saying in this case it's not the case because they stack. If you think about them, because they come in the tube, crisps that people would normally have a problem with in a bag, you know. Clutch bag. Clutch bag, not regulation shapes. Stingles, uh, Pringles, because they are stackable and they come in a tube, I do wonder whether an allowance could be made. Um, it has, in fact, been approved. This is really interesting. It's, I'm looking at Google here. It's been approved in a high court that Pringles are not crisps. What? Instead, they're biscuits. The court ruled that the snack, which is 42% potato, should not be categorised as a potato crisp product because of the tube's unnatural shape. This is absolute heresy. Did they... they 
They're not biscuits. They're not, they're not like um, choc chip cookies. They're flipping crisps. Yeah, but they're very, very thin ones. But is it the tube that is the, the, the key signifier here that, that puts them into the biscuit category? Because if they are, this is huge implications, because that fella there and all the other people tweeting the show earlier on this morning, he can get out of being arrested by the British Transport Social Police for the pre-11 crisp rule because they're not crisps, they're well, biscuits. Uh, uh, there is a, a judicial ruling that shows a precedent to show that he's fine, yeah. It's like that loophole lawyer who gets all the footballers off speeding <laughs> <Yeah>. charges. <laughs> it's unbelievable. So, happy National Sandwich Week. Thanks very much. Uh, yeah, it runs uh, until the 26th of May. It's British Sandwich Week and uh, the people at Leardammer have unsolicited, got in touch with us and <laughs> sent us you know how you said earlier you're a student, you feel like you're a student today, you've had like a shower at quarter to twelve. Shambles. Um, a curry at two. Um, <laughs> would you open these packets of Leardammer and just eat these slices? I would. Show? I would absolutely do that. And I'll tell you why. Uh, we went on holiday to Sweden when I was a kid uh, and we stayed with this Swedish family. And you, don't you always like admire the way that people in places like Germany and Holland and Sweden have breakfast? Yes. You know that like we have Weetabix or toast on the way down the road? Yes. They sit around, and it's true. They have lovely cheeses like this. Yep. That they have that... What's that thing called where you slide it down the side of a cheese and it curls it off? Uh, cheese curler. Cheese curler. They've got your cheese curlers. Uh, they've got lovely pâtés <laughs> and all that kind of thing. And I'd love to live a life like that. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? I, I I agree with you. Um, as far as continental breakfast, I'm a little bit more pan chocolate. Yeah, that's fine. That's fine. <laughs> I feel bad about the term continental breakfast because I feel like it's been ruined because continental breakfast just means tight-ass bed and breakfast, doesn't it? <laughs> yeah. Can't be arsed. It does a little. We'll leave it. You put it together yourself, mate. Um, sandwich of choice. British Sandwich uh, Week. Can't believe I'm actually asking you that question. No, it's good. It's a good question. Uh, we'll save it maybe for uh, one of our um, uh, small talk segments, but sandwich of choice. I'm going to go cheese and pickle or cheese and onion. I love a good old-fashioned chopped up onion and cheese sandwich. Okay. What about you? What are you going to go for? Chicken, bacon, mayo. What? You've got a weird thing of combining two meats that I wouldn't normally put together. <laughs> what's, what's wrong with it? Chicken and bacon. Oh, you know, you do the same thing. What's your pizza that you like? You have a... Uh, ham, beef and garlic spread. Do you know what I mean? There's, there's, I think you've got... The elephant in the room is the second meat in those two choices. What, yeah, but what is wrong with two meats? I don't, I don't generally do two meats, I'm going to be honest with there you. There is a, uh, a famed um, frozen supermarket <laughs> that does uh, a bird and a bird and a bird. I, don't, that's, I call that uh, Christmas Day dinner inception. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm not... not a, would you eat a bird and a bird and a bird? I did one Christmas. Did you like it? No. There you go. So this is the end of the podcast. Uh, Thank you very much for listening to this podcast. Also, if you didn't catch last night's podcast, do yourself a favour and have a listen just for Frank. Oh, Frank. The best competition uh, guy, phoner. He wasn't a winner. No, he wasn't. By no means. But he was brilliant. What a character. What a live wire. So, yes, go back, search it out, enjoy it. Um, And also, The Spoon. Yeah, live magic on the show. Yeah. What a, what an amazing thing to have in your ears on the way home from work tonight. What a week it's been. Thank you for being with us. Any other the business, 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 business. Any, Any other, other business. business. Have a great weekend. Any other business, business, business. Any other business. Shut down. <laughs> <laughs>